UPI. While authorities here kept denying the facts, victims were talking openly about how they have been attacked by one or more pirate gangs plundering the waters around this vacation paradise. Coming at the peak of the vacation season, local tourist officials are understandably concerned over the reported incidents. By unofficial account, at least ten small sailing and pleasure craft motorboats have been fired upon, stopped, and stripped of all valuables. In half of the cases, these were treasure hunters, part-time explorers who liked to search out old hulks, hoping to find one of the fabled Spanish gold galleons. One man was killed when he resisted, firing a pistol at the boarding party. He was shot and thrown overboard. Victims report the pirates as all young, all blacks wearing masks, and that one of the four pirates is a woman. They operate from a fast motor launch about thirty feet long that reportedly has a mounted machine gun. No one has had a close look at the machine gun, which is reportedly only fired at long range. Marina and boat renters are now leading a protest to local police concerning the pirates, but the officers have only a no-comment to each reporter's questions. In all cases, the pirates seem especially interested in artifacts any treasure divers may have brought up, and take them first, handling them carefully, before coming back to loot the crafts and their passengers of all cash, cameras, jewelry, weapons, radios, anything that can be easily exchanged for cash. Dateline, Washington, D.C. AP. There was no foul play or conspiracy in the death of Ian O'Dwyer of the National Security Agency, who died here Tuesday in an auto crash, according to a joint statement by investigating Capitol Police and the agency. O'Dwyer had been named earlier this year as one of the agents involved in some of the covert operations by the agency during testimony before the Senate Special Investigating Committee. Police reports indicate O'Dwyer had been drinking, but the medical findings showed the alcohol level in his blood at the time of death was below that considered to be dangerous to driving. Doctors said the alcohol level would have slowed O'Dwyer's reactions. His light car skidded in the rain Wednesday about 3 o'clock a.m. on a curve, crossed four lanes of traffic before it rolled over the center divider and crashed head-on and upside-down into a diesel highway tractor pulling a loaded trailer. The big truck smashed the car, mangling it under the wheels, and dragged it for 200 feet before the vehicle stopped. The car was totally destroyed by the force of the impact. O'Dwyer fell from the torn vehicle and was crushed by the truck's wheels. The truck driver was not sighted. O'Dwyer's superiors said one of his last assignments had concerned a wanted individual known as the Penetrator. However, they could see no connection between that duty and his death. Chapter 1. Away All Borders Kama set her pretty face as she stared through the eight-power binoculars at the sailing craft bobbing on the clear blue water ahead of them, near Little Cove Key. The familiar white-hot surge of expectancy flashed through her, sending a nervous tremor down to her stomach, starting a hollow ache. Maybe this was the one they were hunting, the big score, the fantastic payday of thousands of dollars. When she lowered the glasses... Her dark eyes glittered. Kama stood straight and tall in her bikini, sure of herself, hardened by experience, 
hammered into toughness by life. She was intensely proud she was a black Bahamian, proud she was the island commander of the 26th of July movement, that special brand of nationalistic communism that Castro's Cuba exported. When she joined the People's Party, she had taken the Swahili name of Camarilla and shortened it to Kama. Now she led another attack in a continuing campaign to fill the treasury so she could lead her people out of the jungles and the slums to march on Nassau, then take over the whole island nation. It was her most treasured dream. In twenty-four years of life, Kama had never wanted anything so desperately, nor worked so hard for it. She would do whatever it took to win this fight for her people. It was to put the power back into the hands of the working man, the masses, the downtrodden. But it took money. So damn much money.